to back. Now imagine they repeat. The Kansas City Chiefs are world champions. This year meant even more, not because of the tight game or the OT, but the adversity. Folks were writing off the Chiefs' repeat aspirations earlier this season, and Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey heard all the chirping, and they only used it as motivation. Take a listen. You guys heard all the noise. The tackles aren't good enough. We don't have a number one receiver. To go through all that and then win this one, how much more special does that make this one, knowing everything that was said about you guys all year? It's, it's the most special one I think I've ever ever gotten. Ever. I mean, just really? to battle through ever. that adversity yeah. and then the, to come through that and be better on the other side. Um, oh, I, Pat I, Mahomes I, can't uh, play on the road. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, we got we to yeah. go up against the juggernaut of the MVP. Yeah. And we heard it all, baby. All we did was just circle those wagons. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. Gotta love Travis Kelsey right there. SA, <laughs> tell me this. Do you feel like the Chiefs were disrespected this year with some of the narratives and conversations we had earlier on the season? Absolutely, positively not. I think it's the utmost, utterly ridiculous thing that has ever come out of the mouth of my brother from another mother, Travis Kelsey, who I love dearly. This brother, I don't know what he's talking about. He's off his rocker and so is everybody else. We chronicled what was transpiring. What the hell are we supposed to do? Ignore drop passes? Travis Kelsey, in collaboration with Tyreek Hill, the McCole Hardmans of the world and others, spent years spoiling us, not just because of how prolific and proficient their offense was, but how talented they was and how devoid of mistakes they were accustomed to making. Right. They weren't doing the kind of things we saw from the Kansas City Chiefs this year. And so when you saw, whether it's Marquez Valdez-Kentley, who I'm so happy for because he, he did his thing, got a touchdown yesterday, even though he caught a pass and went backwards for a few yards, yeah. almost blew <laughs> Oh, you want to just want to throw something at them. What, how idiotic can you be? Even Chris Jones and Patrick Mahomes, like, what the hell are you doing? Yeah. But he made up for it. But the bottom line, because Patrick Mahomes went right back to him and threw a touchdown, threw a, a, a pass for a first down. What I'm saying to you is this. When you've watched them throughout this year, they were dropping an inordinate amount of passes. Right. We chronicled that. That's what, what are we supposed to do? Oh, you won Super Bowls before, so ignore the fact that you're dropping passes right. now? Right. That's nonsense. And so to say they were disrespected, they were not disrespected. Right. We were highlighting what we saw. Yes. And when we saw different, we said so. Yes. No, it wasn't. Because you, as Stephen A. mentioned, you led the league in drops. Your tackles, led, your offensive line led the league in penalties. Patrick Mahomes was getting pressure. Patrick Mahomes did not play to the level that we had grown accustomed to Patrick Mahomes playing. And it's okay to say that. I don't know why, people. Two things can be true. The Kansas City Chiefs offense did not play well in the regular season. The Kansas City Chiefs won the Super Bowl. Both things are true, Dio. Yeah, but the right. offensive line wasn't very good. The, uh, uh, the wide receivers, they weren't playing up to like what they played came postseason time. Correct. It is okay to say that. Our job is to evaluate because we are a weekly show. Well, we're a daily show, but we come on, you play a weekly game, so we evaluate week to week. The one thing about pro sports is that you get to update your resume on a weekly basis if you play football. So that's what we do. We talk about things on a weekly basis. Kansas City, you were phenomenal in the postseason. 
But I guarantee you, had you played like you played in the regular season, this would not have been possible. So you know what? Let's remove the if. You didn't play as well as I, that, uh, what we had come accustomed to seeing you play in the regular season, but you put it together during the postseason. Congratulations. You're Super Bowl 58 champs. Yeah, I agree with a lot of the things that you guys said. I do think that people were ready to, to throw the dirt on them. You know, I, I do think that, that everyone – shoot – just on the show Friday morning, Mad Dog himself was like, I'm tired of him. You know, there's the fatigue, Kansas City fatigue. So I, I don't want to say disrespect, but there were, there were people certainly, you know, ready to try to be the first one to say, told you the Chiefs were done. I know people who said last year that they wouldn't make the playoffs. I think everything that you guys are saying is accurate in regards to, you know, the drops and the penalties. They were 2-3 and three in December. Week 16, they got dump trucked by the Raiders. Um, week 17, they had to, I don't want to say squeak by Cincinnati with a backup quarterback, but they didn't dominate that football game. So, like, there, there, there is the reality to your point, Shannon and Stephen A., that they did not play good football this year. But I remember throughout the year being asked, who's the team to beat in the AFC? Who's the team to beat in the AFC? Are the Chiefs still the team to beat in the AFC? And what was said was, they're still the team to beat. This is just their most beatable version. So it, it, there is an element of – and I was probably guilty of it too. Like people, you know, ready to say, yes, the Chiefs, they're done. Well, we told you we were right about Tyreek Hill or we were told right. – there, there, there was that well, as well, well. Well, first of all, why do we have to go there? I mean, you're the football analyst extraordinaire, D.O. Let me ask you a question. <laughs> College or pros? Because you do both, even when you're calling games for the Australian networks and all of this other stuff, okay? Mate. Okay, mate. Nice. Yes. Here's <laughs> the deal. Wow. Here's, the, mate. Mate. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. Yeah. I don't give a damn what you're watching on any level, high school, college, or pros. If Deserve. you see a bunch of receivers – incapable of catching passes. Yeah. What else would you say about them other than they don't look good? You're on any on. Right. level, for any team, that's what yes. happened. Yes. They were dropping passes. We didn't sit up there, even though Patrick Mahomes wasn't playing great, Shannon, what did we point out? Why? Because he's trying to engage in hero ball because he realized the personnel that he has isn't yeah. what he once right. had. We even saw Travis Kelsey drop a couple of passes, yes. which we never thought we'd see. Uh -huh. But we didn't worry about that because we know who he is. But when we saw Valdez Scantlin, you even did a breakdown of, you know, yeah. certain conditions under which he's not going to catch the ball. Look at him because he made that touchdown catch last exactly. night. It, 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 I'm just saying, you yeah, see all it. of this, he okay? okay? All right, Rice and others. You go out and get McCole Hartman. McCole Hartman was on the New York Jets. And they let him Couldn't go. get on the field, they let him go. So when you're looking at it from that perspective, it's like, damn, what are we supposed to say? Oh, they got Patrick Mahomes, so, so they're going to be all right. Because we were thinking the one thing Patrick Mahomes cannot do, the one he thing he do. cannot do is catch. Yeah. Yeah. He cannot catch the ball no, for I'm the receivers he throws the ball to. He Steve can't May. humanly do that. What I, I don't disagree. I, I, no, you're, I'm not sitting here saying we accurately misrepresented who they were this year. I, I don't think we were unfair in that regard. But I do believe there was like that level of excitement by everybody being like, see, they're finally done. Because we're aching that's for parity. Think about it this way. You're okay. aching. Like, listen, when and I, I said this, even though I picked Kansas City to win this game and Patrick Mahomes to be MVP, what I said was, yo, if San Francisco wins this game mm – -hmm. 
it's better for the sport of football because I don't believe the Chiefs offensive line is going to be a suspect next year. I don't believe their receivers are going to be dropping passes. I think they're going to go out and get some additional help next year. So it's like you want to see something that makes you say, okay, it's it's not another coronation. It's not a foregone conclusion that Patrick Mahomes is going to win the Super Bowl. You want the theater. Yeah. You want it. No. Sure. But the thing is, and you heard Patrick, Patrick say this is his proudest, this is his, his greatest Super Bowl, mm-hmm. considering the adversity in which they went through to get to this level. I was never one to believe because, oh, they lost Tyreek. They leave. I was like, guys, the man just won the league MVP and the Super Bowl MVP last year without Tyreek. He's not missing Tyreek. You just watched him for an entire season. He just has to do it a different way. And because of the adversity, because of the drops, because of the offensive line, the penalties, and the, uh, and the shaky offensive line play, and Patrick Mahomes not being what the Patrick Mahomes that we had grown accustomed to and loving, for them to get to this point is nothing for me. I, I did not see it. I said it before. I thought they were going to be one and done because I'm basing everything on the right now. I didn't do not, uh, uh, worry about Patrick Mahomes' greatness because I had seen enough of him to know what it is, but receivers dropping balls, I'm like, bro, I, I hadn't seen the, uh, the Chiefs do this, and the offensive line play hasn't been this suspect since that Super Bowl in which they got beat down by yeah, Tampa. That's right. So I'm looking, I'm just basing everything on what I see. I see better than what I hear. I heard what y'all were saying, but I know when I watched them games, I watched that offensive line let people run through like a sieve. I watched the holding calls. I watched the drops. I yeah. can only make my evaluations on what I see, not what you tell me. I, you know, like the, the reason why I said while they were their most vulnerable, they were still the team to go through was because of the defense. And because listening to Patrick and Andy Reid, every game they were like, if we just clean it up, if we just stop beating ourselves, we can beat anybody. And that defense was spectacular. I guess, like, Stephen A., when it comes to, like, your fluid list – you know, that list that is fluid. It's fluid. It's were they fluid. in no, no, your no, top right. five? Like, right. Were they in your top five? It's, it's like we got into like week 15, or, you know, or so. Were they yes. in the top five? Yes. They were? Yes. It no. was fluid. Sure. No, I moved it. I moved it. Yeah, we dropped it. We dropped it. We dropped it. We dropped it. We kicked them out. We dropped them. We dropped them. Yeah, yeah. Because I think they had lost like a couple of games. Like, remember they lost to Denver? They lost two out of three in December. But, Stephen, they were not in your top five. They no, no, not not, not, not after, not after they got boat raced by the Raiders and stuff like that. But at the beginning they were, and then as the weeks waned, it was like mm-hmm. I had to move them up out of there. But yeah. by the way, you pointed out how you trust what you see, not what you hear. Here's as a scribe, as a, as a reporter all of these years, here's what I would tell you. NFL, NBA, doesn't matter what sport it is. They want you to go by what you hear mm-hmm. because what you're hearing is usually from them. Exactly. They don't want you to go by what you see. They're actually upset. It? That when you, when you sit up there and say, I see one plus one, I know it equals two. Yeah. Now, you can talk to me schematically about anything that you want to, but when I see people dropping passes right. that are in their hands, yeah. I don't need to engage in schematics. <laughs> I'm looking at you drop. The, the, whatever scheme you had was good enough to put the ball in your hands, right. and you couldn't hold on to right. it. That was the Kansas City Chiefs, worse than anybody this regular season. So that's yeah. not disrespect. Normally, yeah, like, normally, Dio, you somebody. I'm selling you a house, and you're like, okay, hey, here's this house. I'm telling you, I'm I'm, I'm describing everything about it. It has a pool, a pool. A pool I mean, nice. it has a four. Oh, everything is or great. A no, it, you know, hey, we got a, a five thousand square foot basement. I mean, it just laid. That's about right. Can I do the walkthrough? 
No, 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 no. Just take my word for it. No. You want me to put this I kind of money down? No, 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 don't work. Can I, when can I do the walkthrough? No, I don't want you to do the walkthrough. You then see you what I'm saying? My money. I'm not listening to what the Chiefs tell me. I'm looking at what I see on television. And what I saw was a bunch of a team that led the league in drop from receivers. I saw the offensive line that was the most penalized and the suspect play. That's what I saw. And even Patrick Mahomes, and I said it, this was since he became a starter, statistically, this was his worst season. Dan, was it not Dion? What did you see? Did he say a 5,000 square foot basement? basement? Yeah, he's in it. It's, it's, it's stupid. Yeah, yeah. You ain't he's got up, like eight shows. That's all right. Well, I tell him, oh, like oh, my bad. Yeah, he's, he's, he's a Hall of Famer. Yourself, he's look at him. Look at the Austin Powers, the spy who shot. You live in the four seasons? You know what I'm saying? Dio, everybody ain't going to be, I'm going to be cheap. I'm cheap to a lot of things, but I ain't going to be cheap to myself. You invest in yourself. You know what? Shannon, that's another example you of. I, you know, what? like I, I was talking. I, was, I told Jeff Saturday this morning. Yeah. The reality is, I just wish I was better at football. Because then I wouldn't have to take a red eye home and, and do. Shannon. You don't have to. Take oh, you took a red eye home. Dan Olaski. He's lying to the American yeah, public as usual. He does everything. The other day we were out at the restaurant. He was out with the NFL Live crew and had this big fat smile on his face and was bragging about the fact that he wasn't going to be paying. I got there, Molly. We were at the restaurant. We were at the table next to Dan Orlovsky. Are you listening, Molly? I know you don't. I know you. I know you're rocking the sleeve. Let's listen. No, but he's just saying it's an NFL Live dinner and you were invited. We were out at dinner. We were there for two hours. Yeah. Dan, you couldn't go one minute without seeing Dan eating. Eat, ate the whole time. Yeah. I, I mean, and didn't pay for a he, damn thing. Wouldn't think about it. He don't know he where. Wouldn't think about it. Cause he's Who so cheap, he don't know where his next good meal coming from. Right, right. He's so no, cheap. I paid for my fare. Who was at this NFL Live dinner? NFL Live. It was me, Marcus, Mina, Laura. Marcus's boy Trell and RC was like with his family and his people. And Stephen A. He was too? eating. Stephen A. came in with <laughs> his sister. We got I got to meet his lovely. Oh, that's sister. interesting. Oh, oh Marcus, he that's came cool. In. He was eating. I didn't know Stephen A. Was yeah. He was life. eating more than swagoo. Think about I that. I ate a lot. I ate a lot Think about that day. You did. Yeah. You probably fasted the next day. When you got three or four kids, it's a lot of Vienna sausage and potted meat. So when you get a chance to get a good meal, you you scarf it down. <laughs> he knows. He knows. Hey, Molly Karam here, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. When you're on a business trip, you know what goes completely off the rails? Your workout routine. Especially when you book a hotel that doesn't have a gym. So what ends up happening is you do a few push-ups, sit-ups in your room, run around the block, or you just skip it entirely. Lame. If you just stay at La Quinta by Wyndham, you'll discover there's a fully equipped fitness center at every location. Now you can wake up, power your buys, your tries the right way, or de-stress with a little cardio. The choice is yours. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Brought to you by the Capital One Venture Card. Earn unlimited double miles on every purchase every day, and you can use those miles on any travel purchase. Plus, earn unlimited 5x miles on hotels and rental cars booked through Capital One Travel. Your next trip is closer than you think with the Venture Card from Capital One. Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details. Brock Purdy and the 49ers didn't get it done, but the future is bright. Purdy's only 24 years old and last night became the third youngest starting quarterback in Super Bowl history. Only Dan Marino and Ben Roethlisberger were younger than Purdy. Brock? Yes. 
100%. I mean, that's the mindset every year. I think we have the team to do it. Um, that's that's what's, that's what's tough about all this, man, is it's a long, long season, and there's a lot of stuff that you go through. And um, But at the end of the day, we, we all have the mindset of being able to do it. So, yes. Okay. So that was Purdy responding to the question, if they can win it all again next year. Shannon Sharp. Was Brock Purdy's performance impressive to you? Not to Bless me. you, Stephen A. Thank you. Thank Bless you. you. Um, no, had he, had he, <clears throat> had he, I look at last year's performance by Jalen Hurts. That's impressive. Tell me, what, what, uh, uh, what was he, uh, he, 38 attempts? I think he was 22, 23 of 38 for 255 on a touchdown. Third down, they were third of 12. Nothing spectacular. Not to me. Not to me. I think there are still questions. Do I think they can win it all? Absolutely. This team is loaded. Everybody, they were favored. Everybody expected them to win this year. This is why Patrick Mahomes is most pleased because given the way they played throughout the, the totality of the regular season and look at the overwhelming underdog that they were. Now, they weren't a 15-point underdog, but everybody, oh, oh, the 49ers, 49ers, 49ers. Now, yes, they can win it all, but I wasn't impressed by – so what, what was impressive? Oh, so you so here's the thing. What I'm seeing, Stephen A., you correct me if I'm wrong, Stephen A. I want you to put on your executive hat. Sure. Your team executive. I think what the thing is what we're doing is that we keep saying he's Mr. Irrelevant. He's he's Mr. Irrelevant. So he's exceeding expectations. But at what point in time does he like, okay, well, you know, Shannon Sharp's pretty good. I understand that he was in the seventh round draft pick and he was 192. You can't keep using that. You can't keep using that barometer. He's a quarterback in the NFL, and where he was drafted should be unimportant at this point in time. So let's take it away. Because what you're doing, because what I've heard people say, man, if he was a first-rounder, y'all give him love. So if you want to give him love if he's a first-rounder, we got to give him criticism also. Because you don't get to have it both ways. When he plays bad, well, you know he was Mr. Irrelevant. No, we're not going to do that here today. No, I was not impressed by that performance. No. Well, listen, I was impressed, but I will say this to you. That doesn't mean you're wrong about everything else you said. Brock Purdy has elevated himself to the point where you no longer get to lean on being Mr. Irrelevant. Thank you. He has elevated himself to a point where you were knocking on the door. There's nothing wrong with looking at the San Francisco 49ers going into the next season and beyond and saying, what you going to do? Are you ready to knock off Patrick Mahomes? Because that's what our expectation is of you. You played good enough. We saw how good you can play. We see how good this defense can be. We see the offensive personnel that you have in play. We don't think Christian McCaffrey's going anywhere. We don't think Debo Samuels is going anywhere. We don't think George Kittle or Ayuk is going anywhere. We damn sure know Shanahan isn't going anywhere. What's the problem? We get to look at you now because of the capability that you've shown us that you've had, combined with people like D.O. and others singing your praises, and you no longer get to be somebody that's Mr. Irrelevant, devoid of expectations, and we should Thank sit up there and sprinkle beautiful things upon every little thing that you do. Now you have arrived, and because you have arrived, right now, we can look at golf and we can, we can say, well, golf has looked better, but you know what? You beat them. We can sit up there and look in Seattle with the Geno Smiths of the world. Well, you know what? They ain't on your level. We can look at Matthew Stafford. Okay, they lost to Jared Goff in Detroit. So, obviously, even though he could still ball, people looking at you, they're looking at Dak Prescott, they're looking at Jalen Hurts, they're looking at Goff, they're looking at, at, at Stafford, mm -hmm. and they're saying, excuse me, even with a Jordan Love and others. Brock Purdy is on that level. 
if not better. No excuses anymore. Go ahead, I thought deal. Brock Purdy was the best player on the field for the 49ers last night. If you want to get into an argument that it's between him and Christian McCaffrey, sure. But I thought he was the best player on the field. I thought the way he threw the football versus tight man coverage, I don't, I don't understand how we can sit here the day after a Super Bowl when it's clear the reason why San Francisco lost is, number one, missed opportunities. That's the blocked extra point. That's the, the, the punt that hits the, the block, the return guy in the foot. That's um, Chris Jones making a couple big plays. Like that, That's why they lost. And then the second reason why they lost is the fact that they took the ball first in overtime and gave Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid multiple op- four downs, essentially, to go win the football game. And they ran into Patrick. They lost on the last play of the game, and we're not impressed with the quarterback. We're not impressed with the quarterback that goes against, which was the second-best defense in football this year and avoided probably four or five sacks that most other quarterbacks would have been sacked in. We're not impressed by that. We're not impressed by a guy who's playing in his first Super Bowl. I don't care where he's drafted, the first pick or the last pick, and doesn't give the ball away, doesn't turn the football over, versus the second-best defense in the NFL. We're not impressed by a guy that had to play against the best man coverage defense in the NFL and just consistently put the ball where it needed to be. Can I ask you a question, Dale? Yes, sir. When people say, well, the 49ers are going to be favored because they opened up the betting favorite, what's the question? What are the questions people are going to have about the 49ers? In regards to the game, are you asking me? Yeah, the winning, because they opened up as the betting favorite. So yes, I want to know what are going to be the questions. Now, Brandon Ayuk is a different animal. If I'm not mistaken, I think he's a free agent, and he's probably going to command big money. So yes. there's a greater chance he's going to be gone than returning. But we'll wait and see. But what do you believe are going to be the questions surrounding the 49ers? Uh, I think they got they got to be better on their offensive line. That was the storyline of the game. Kansas City way more physical than their offensive line last night, and they beat them up at the point. Um, I, I don't really – I don't have questions about Brock Purdy. I, I honestly don't. I, I, well, every, I have There one. is no way that I walk away from that game questioning, is that guy good enough? Okay, well, let me ask you a question, D.O. Shannon, you'll appreciate this question. I'm about to throw in D.O.'s <laughs> yeah. direction because D.O. knows this kind of stuff, and I'm really, really fascinated at the thought of what his answer will be. So, Brock Purdy, obviously – is, is not just a game manager per se or what have you, and he's a very talented quarterback, right, D.L.? Well, you yes, know sir. something? In a salary cap strapped league that is the National Football League, let's just say the numbers at around 4%, 3.35% or whatever that he counts against their payroll and you're not able to keep the personnel, all of the personnel that you presently have around him, okay? Will he be able to elevate the play of those around him, particularly if it's not to the caliber that we that we just saw him have available to him? We saw when Trent Williams was out and Debo Samuels was out how he looked. We saw how he looked a little bit when Christian McCaffrey was out. I'm asking you, Dio, if you got to pay this brother to the point where you can't afford to keep other pieces and the level of, of the caliber of pieces that are presently around him dissipate in quality to some degree, how much confidence are you going to have in Brock Purdy then? Yeah, I don't know if I'm there yet, Stephen A. I don't, I don't know if I'm there to be like, you know, witness some of that stuff that we see from, again, two or three guys that are in the NFL. 
I'm not. I don't think that it's a foregone, you know, thought that so you can't do it. So you got questions to make a long no, no, story no, 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 short. No, 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 no. You made a long. No. And you made a short story long. No, you but, have questions. Shannon, we're living in a hypothetical world of if these guys aren't there, one, we don't know they won't be there. This is the National Football League. It's not that hypothetical. We don't be there. Two, we have no idea who those guys would replace wow. with. Did wow. Brandon Ayuk? You're something else, Did he else, elevate bro. Brandon Ayuk you're, this year? You're, you're, you're something else. Did he you elevate Brandon Ayuk this year? So let me Did get this straight. Did he elevate get, Brandon pay, Ayuk this I'm, year? I'm going to answer your question. I'm going to answer your question. Yes, sir. We give him – they give him $45 million. It's going to some – I mean, a quarterback of his caliber. Definitely. Give command. With, that, with, with that getting his money, and then you damn right, Doc Brock Purdy deserve over $40 Daniel million. Jones, Daniel Jones got $40 million. There we so go. That, that seems to be Don't the floor. Don't put him and Daniel Jones in the same conversation. But, but, right. but you're making my point. So if Daniel Jones got $40 million and he shouldn't be in the same category, how much is he going to get? So now that's why you try to win when you got the quarterback on the rookie contract. Because once he goes to start getting $45, 50000000 million, now the talent that's around him. So he did elevate, but I want to know, so what's what, the name you, of that play? I, hold on, let me, let me finish this. What's the name, what's the play call in the huddle? I throw it, I hit the DB in the head, it bounce caroms off his head, and now you catch it. What's the name of that play on one? Uh, oval-shaped football. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Here's where I am with you guys with this, man. Right, right, right. Here's Go where ahead, I am with you guys. One, you're asking me a hypothetical question that I have no You do it all the time. No, I don't. Yes, you guys you are do. asking me, Kenny. I don't know. Key. And I may never have to answer that Olaski, question. Olaski, remember, remember. Who's the, who's the EP of the show? You. You know we got receipts. I got video of you doing hypotheticals no. yes. all the time. Yes. No. All the time. But you're asking me like you're asking me to foreshadow if guys aren't there. I have no idea. All I know is this: I don't know who would replace those guys. But here's the reality: Brandon Ayuk was elevated this year. Yes or no? Answer is absolutely yes. George Kittle had his best year. Yes or no? Yes. No, the, the, the quarterback no, he is did the not only have difference. his best year. He had a year in which he had 1,300 yards and double digits, and he was an all-pro with Jimmy G. So or stop his it. best year in three years or something like that. Oh, here's, my, say that. Here's, here's my question, Shannon and Stephen. Did he play better than Lamar Jackson against that defense? Yes. Yes. Okay, did he play better against Tua Tungavaloa? Yes. Did he play better he than Josh play. Allen? Uh, oh, 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 that's not what you said. When Josh Allen played the Kansas City Chiefs, you went in on yeah, me and Steven right. Yes, you did. You went in on Steven Yes, you did. Josh Allen played awesome. They're, they're right. You did wow. say Josh Allen so, played so awesome. Played, you were defending so who played better? Him. Yes. Josh Allen or Brock Purdy? better. Yeah. Wow, you're who both out better? of your chair. Both squad. I think probably – that's my thing. That's my point. You one quarterback saying. played good against this defense in well, the last you, like, three you months. You didn't, no, no, you didn't ask the question with that intent. You asked the question with the intent that we were going to say Purdy instead yeah. of Josh Allen. Uh, when you were the one that said Josh Allen. You exactly. said that he played up. awesome. Josh is the only quarterback that played good against this defense in like three months. But you said who played. But that's not what you said. You framed it with who played better, Brock Purdy or Josh Allen. That's right. Trying to make it seem like Brock Purdy played better. Better than Josh Allen no. when you came over here. The fact it's a conversation speaks to how good the young man played yesterday. We have a conversation. Point. We're having a conversation now. Doesn't mean it's a good one. So anything just because you're having a conversation, you tried to be slick, but you can't be slick where, to a camera. Where are you putting Brock Purdy when it comes to NFC quarterbacks next year? Let's live in a world where we know where most guys are going to be. Where would you put him right now based on what he did this year? Are you putting him ahead of Dak Prescott? Yes! 
I'm just wondering. Yes. Shannon, Shannon, are you putting him ahead of Dak Prescott? Yeah, I would. Okay. I don't even but, think but I Matthew take, but Stafford? I take, I, no, hell no. no Jared Goff? I would take I would take I would take I would take Jordan Love right now over Brock Purdy. Okay. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Now look at you. Uh, now you got your now like you like somebody came in the all, room. All I all no, I, I know I, is I this. I, all I, I know is this. Those big those big blubbery blobs that are offensive linemen. I would hire Dan Orlovsky to block for a quarterback ahead of any of them in yeah. a RP. I've never seen your, anybody try to be more protective of quarterbacks in my life. Right it's unbelievable. Unbelievable. The, the number it, one quarterback I would take impromptu Stephen A. Okay, just straight up quarterback that I would take in the NFC would be Stafford. Uh, two would be probably Jordan Love. Three would be Brock. Four would be um, Jalen or Dak, probably. I think that was. So where you got? I, go- I thought you liked golf. Where you got golf? I do. I would put probably in that number five or six conversation. I think you know, like those guys are all interchangeable. J- Jared and Gino Baker. But I, I so think Bro- Jalen Hurts had a down year, but Jalen Hurts looked better last year in his Super Bowl performance yeah, than I Brock see, did yesterday. I, what? Right, I think Jalen looked him. better in his Super Bowl performance last year than Josh Brock looked yesterday. They lost on the last play of the game. Okay, okay, we gotta go. So, gotta go. and, 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 so, so and what did the Eagles get? When the Eagles got blown out, it was 38-35. Now you Brock got Purdy you, was fantastic. You got yesterday. Brock if Purdy. Take you, away, you got Brock Purdy three. You got Brock Purdy three in the NFC, and we ain't got to Lamar, Mahomes, Josh Allen, or Joe Burrow. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I don't know, but I'm just. Yeah, and, Matt, I, and you hey, had Matthew Stafford in front of him. But y'all are talking about Brock Purdy, like he's me. No, 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 no. Shannon, don't We're take that around with it. Don't take that. Don't take that. We're not doing exactly, that. Exactly. Guys, I'm exactly. up against it. Would you please listen? Can y'all we get a commercial break? Wild, okay. man. Y'all are wild. We do have commercials on the show. You know this, right? It's we not a two-hour special. We got to pay bills. Hey, I'm Molly Karam, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. Have you ridden an electric bike yet? Well, you need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to more exploring time outside on their bikes. So they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range for up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome. So you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-Bikes.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, 
visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Congratulations, Chiefs fans. Patrick Mahomes is so good, we needed to use other sports to put his greatness into context. He became the seventh player in NFL, NBA, MLB, and NHL history to win three championships, two regular season MVPs in his first seven seasons. He joins the likes of Larry Bird, Bill Russell, Mickey Mantle, and Joe DiMaggio. I mean, good company to be in. All right, S.A., here's the deal. I need you to marinate on this and give it to me straight. Who's closer to the GOAT? Is it Mahomes to Brady or LeBron James to Michael Jordan? <laughs> what? Of course it's Mahomes to Brady. What are you talking about? You put them up to this. You put them up to this. You, you, you put them up to this, you, you you up to this right here. You, you told me you didn't uh, uh, just a minute ago. Excuse me. Excuse me. You put them up to this. You put them up to this. You ask them to ask them because you know I'll let you slide up in there because I like to make you happy, my brother. So I'll let you slide up in there and make sure you got some questions up there. You got your team over there trying to prepare you for this stuff. They can't help you right now. This ain't even close. What are you talking about? Who's closer? Patrick Mahomes is 28 years of age. He's a three-time Super Bowl champion, three-time Super Bowl uh, MVP, two NBA MVP, I'm sorry, NFL MVPs, excuse me, at the age of 28, all right? His first six seasons as a starting quarterback, all six times he went to the AFC title game. I'm sorry, that's very reminiscent of Brady, whose first three titles came in his first four years as a quarterback. That seems very, very reminiscent to me. I understand where we can look at the totality, but you know what? He just got started. We didn't even get to even think about talking about LeBron James in that category until about 15 years in. You Are you kidding me? This ain't even a discussion, shit. You'll try because you're very gifted at this. You'll try, but I ain't D.O., baby. You pointed me all you want to. The GOAT status and all of this other stuff. And by the way, you know, you've been very, very busy. You know, I haven't seen you uh, <laughs> at the Staples Center in a while. I wonder why. Could it be that they losing too much? No. That could be it. I mean, they just an average 500 team. Because I know you. You like me. You like to be around winners. You don't want to be around scrubs. You don't want to get contaminated. You understand what I'm saying? That's why you ain't show up at the crypto no. doctor. I've been there several times, you know. I ain't seen you once. I ain't seen you once. I ain't seen you showed up in Vegas. You showed up in Vegas for the in-season tournament championship you know game. So I saw you. I saw you. I saw you. You sitting there courtside, right? That's the only time I saw your ass there all season long because them brothers ain't winning. But Patrick Mahomes is. Patrick Mahomes to Tom Brady, much closer, much closer, more reminiscent than LeBron and MJ. You need to stop that right now. I had a homeboy ask me. Sure. He said, man, you going to the Super Bowl? I said, I'm already here. LeBron already the GOAT. Please. What you talking about? He's even closer. LeBron the GOAT. No, he's not. Yes, he no, is. No, he's not. No, he's not. Flip that around. Flip no, that around. Go ahead. Is Patrick Mahomes closer to Tom Brady or is Michael Jordan closer to GOAT J? That is a blasphemous question. That is a blasphemous question. That is beyond blasphemous. And you're still doing it. Is Michael Jordan close to LeBron James? We the GOAT. Six-time champions, undefeated in six appearances. We are the GOAT. Not even allowing a championship final series to get to a game seven? Are you telling me nine times all-NBA, all-defensive team, ten times? 
top scoring champion without question. You ask anybody. All of these modern young whippersnappers, breath smelling like Similac wet behind the ears. Sure, they'll say it, but anybody. You know about, you're about the only person I know in his 50s that would say that about LeBron James compared to Michael Jordan. There is nobody. I can't find anybody else our age that would say such a thing other than you. Because other than you. Then, you won't, oh, then, then, he won't, then he won't call you back or send you no shoes. But I buy my own shoes. Go, James, is where it's at. Because you keep on talking about all, all that right there. Right. We're about to have 40,000, 11,000, 11,000. 40,000 points, 11,000 rebounds, 11,000 assists. Right. With anybody. Oh, please. You've been in the league since you were 17 years of age. That's not my fault. What he did with the time that he had, okay, in the 15 years, the 13 years that he was in Chicago, the 15 years over, what he did when he was in the NBA is what we talk about. We're not talking about somebody that's trying to play till they're 50. We ain't talking about that. Like that's like 25 years. So, so what, you do, what I'm gonna do about those years in Washington? That should take off oh, for something. Excuse me, excuse me. You talk about when he was 40? You know, when he was 40 and he was just trying to get ownership of the team. That's what we gonna hold against him? Yes. Two, back to I'm sorry. He's got two three pieces on his resume. How many three pieces uh, does LeBron James have? How many? So that's what we do. How many three pieces does LeBron have on his resume? What you, he got none. Thank you. They, Michael Jordan got two. He got whoa, two. Whoa, whoa, now, whoa, 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 whoa. I mean, he went. This is what he said. He said, Shannon, I'm going to tell you what. I'm going to tell you something, Shannon. I'm going to retire, and I'm going to play baseball, and I'm going to golf. Is that what you call it? And then that? I'm going to still come back, and I'm going to still come back and three-peat again. That's what he did. That's what you're saying? That's what he did. I just imagine that LeBron could have took off a year and a half in the middle of his career, how fresh he would be right now. Fresh! Yes! Fresh! Fresh! Excuse me, you know what? This is the brother that pays a million and a half dollars on it. A matter of fact, the money that he earns, he needs to thank Michael Jordan about that because if it wasn't for what Michael Jordan did, they would have never had that much money in the NBA, which would have ultimately ultimately enabled him to diversify his portfolio and gain even there more money go. because LeBron James talking, is brilliant. We, we he don't. is brilliant. He is great. He is on the Mount Rushmore, but the GOAT? Yeah. Stop that nonsense Le LeBron, right now. LeBron, you need to stop LeBron it. is the first head on the left on Mount Rushmore. The first one. The first one. Yeah. So that, yeah, so whoever you else got under, you put who you want. You put who you want. You could say all that stuff, the blasphemy coming out of your mouth. But in the end, like I said, he don't have one three-peat. Michael Jordan has two in less period of time playing. And by the way, when the league was rougher, it was more physical. You could get away with mugging somebody as opposed to getting teed up for having bad breath right now. That's how the league is right now. Your pass gas and got bad breath, that's a technical foul. Might throw you out of the game. You sit up there and woof in LeBron James' direction. You're going to get called for a foul. That's the league we playing in right now. Michael Jordan was getting mugged. There ain't no, there ain't no LeBron rule. And they rule, changed the rule. But there's Jordan rule. And they changed there's the Jordan rule. Rules, Did they change the rule? Well, excuse me? Did they, they change the rule? They had to. They yeah, had yeah, to. yeah, they exactly. Had to because of Michael Jordan. That's how great no. he was. As John Sally and them said on the last dance, we had to get him before he was airborne because you know he's not human, right? That's what they said about him. What they say about LeBron? He's great. He's great. We really respect him. We really respect him. We really respect him. He's a phenomenal, phenomenal talent and champion for Top champion, we respect the hell out of him. But there are levels, baby. Let me tell you. There are levels. Let me tell you what my guy does. Wherever he goes, he leaves the economy better than what he found it. Well, that's true. Championship well, that's true. Well, that's true. Wherever he goes, he go to Miami, championship. Go back to Cleveland, championship. Right. Come to L.A., championship. Excuse me. I, I, I recall, well, my man didn't have to leave. He stayed in one city, okay, which was freezing and it was uncomfortable. Because he still stayed there and, did his, and he did his thing. Then not only did he do that, but then on top of it all, he spearheaded and showed the way for the businessman that was LeBron because we, we all understand. No, you got we me. all know the Jordan brand. You got me. 
You got me. I got when it comes to building a brand and how to be that man, Michael Jordan is it. I'm he's proud of it. I'm very, hold on. He's, I'm very he's it. I'm very proud he's of you. It. I didn't know you had but, that in you. I didn't know you had but, that in you, Shannon. LeBron, Who a way to go? But LeBron James has only had a Jerry Krause once he went to Miami. So you and he left. Yeah. And he left. Cause we take what our, the hell you leave for? Because we can take our show on the road. Okay. We take our show on the road okay. and go okay. get another one. All right, this show you. is you, about you, us. Hey, you can say what you want to say. You can say what you want to say. Didn't what? you have some bet by Valentine's Day? Something about a dinner? Anthony Davis. I what lost that it? bet. What he won? got me. He got. What? He did. Because Anthony Shannon, Davis hasn't been it? hurt. Tell me what happened. What, what was oh, the bet? Oh, you know, I'm going to order the biggest tomahawk <laughs> steak. Oh, it might be it might be Wagyu. And you know that Wagyu cost about $200 an ounce. I might get me 12 ounces. He 12 ounces. Molly, he ain't lying either. <laughs> I'm going to give me a 12-hour We both got a nice spot that we love out here in L.A., and, and, and he, they already told me what yeah. he's going to order. Yeah. It's going to cost about as much as your damn shoes. Yeah. Wow. Anthony yes. Davis showed up for yeah. you, Shannon. Right, well, you that's a, you know, I know he told you. Let me tell you what's really bothering me about Anthony Davis right now. I'm scared <laughs> that right around the time he wins the bet, that's when he's going to get hurt. Nah. After he won the damn bet. I saw 80 right. say, I, I got to go. Hey, hey, I'm Molly Karam, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. You can now stream the most MLB games on DirecTV without a satellite dish. Yes, catch the clutch hits, strikeouts, grand salamis, web gems with nothing on your roof. So whoever's up there, whether it's roofers, Santa, birds, old-time chimney sweepers, moody teenagers, thrill-seeking raccoons, you name it, they won't find a satellite dish, but you will find your MLB games on DirecTV. That means DirecTV is your home for baseball this season. Root, root, root with nothing on your roof. Yes, stream your team. Call 1-800-DIRECTV or visit directtv.com to sign up today. Claim based on the total games carried on sports networks. Sports availability varies by zip code and requires choice package. Thanks so much for listening to the First Take Pod. Have a fabulous day. Hey, hey, I'm Molly Karam, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. The NFL schedule drops this week. And you can be there to catch all the action live and in person with Vivid Seats. Experience every touchdown, every tackle, every eye-popping play of your favorite team. And to kick it off, Vivid Seats, the official ticketing partner of ESPN, is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code TAKE. That's code TAKE. Download the app or visit vividseats.com today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. Thanks so much for listening to the pod. I'm going to celebrate tonight, I'm going to celebrate at the parade, and then I'm going to do whatever I can to be back in this game next year and try to go for that three-peat. So uh, it's, a, it's an ongoing thing in the NFL. I think Tom said it best, is once you win that championship and you have those parades and you get those rings, you're not the champ anymore. You have to come back with that same mentality, and I learned from guys like that that have been the, the greatest of, uh, of all time at the top of the level. Um, and so um, that's my mindset. Shannon, do you like the Chiefs' chances of three-peating? I do. If they can stay healthy, that's the biggest thing because you think about it, that's four, that's four Super Bowl appearances in the last six years. That's, that's an unbelievable toll on your body because you're playing three to four extra games every year. But if they can bring this team back, it's going to be very interesting what they do with uh, uh, C.J., Chris Jones, and Legereus Sneed. Well, Those are two big key pieces they need back on that defense. I'm going to say this to you. I like their chances because, A, I like the fact that Andy Reid is going to remain there. B, I believe they're going to upgrade at the wide receiver spot. Mm -hmm. C, I think that Eric B. 
enemy is going to be back there as well. Remember, he addressed the team before they played Baltimore. They mentioned it that he addressed the team. Exactly. And Patrick Mahomes said he gave us that energy, that juice back. Exactly. So I think the combination of all of those different things, there's no reason to believe why or to feel otherwise as to whether or not the Chiefs are going to be back in the thick of things. Yeah, I mean, they, they, to your guys' point, Chris Jones, LeJerry Sneed are huge. They're going to have to figure out the tackle situations just because you band-aided them this year and found a way to win the Super Bowl doesn't mean you're going to be able to do that again. Wide Correct. receiver upgrade for sure. And then, you know, the Chargers are going to be better under Jim Harbaugh. You know, yep. we'll see what the Jets – I mean, the, we know the AFC – Houston is coming. Cincinnati, Joe Burrow is going to be healthy. So the AFC and its depth is absolutely spectacular. But they're the favorite again. Because they have something that no other team has in the AFC. They got one five. They have the yeah. best quarterback, yep. one of the top three quarterbacks to ever get up under center or take a shotgun snap. They have yep. him, and he's exponentially better than every other guy that plays that position currently in the NFL. Like yeah. I said, right now for me, only Brady can big bro Patrick Mahomes, but I'm not so sure. I'm not sure how much longer that he can. Dan wanted to say something. To what you want to say, Deal? Yeah, I'm. You know, season's over now, so I get to like be go sleep and whatnot. So I, I li I'm being dead serious here. I want to thank you guys for another amazing season, Molly. You're the absolute best at what you do, Stephen A. I don't take it for granted that you let me be a part of your show so often, Shannon. To work with you, I mean, you're a Hall of Famer, so it blows my mind. So I'm going away. I love you guys. Appreciate we love you, you guys, and man. you're the best. Thank oh you every day. <laughs> Look at those two clowns. I made him cry on TV. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Call 1-800-DIRECTV. Claim based on total games carried on sports networks. Sports availability varies by zip code and requires choice package. Terms or restrictions apply.